Hi, this is Brandon from Two Dads with Hats. This week, Jason and I have on our friend Nick LaRouge, all the way from Nebraska. Nick has possibly the greatest collection of hats anyone has ever worn on our show, and we had a great time talking about some very deep things. Hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's Thanksgiving episode of Two Dads with Hats. Ready, Freddy? Oh, boy, we got some heavy editing here. Heavy editing. Give me something to say, and I'll say it. Le Copa d'Abord. Let's do this thing. From the left coast to the Great Lakes, welcome to Two Dads with Hats with your hosts, Jason and Brandon. Hey, Brandon. How you doing tonight, man? Oui, mon ami. Uh, Jason. I oui, am mon ami. With, with our friend, Frenchie. <laughs> you're oh, rhyming man. and you're stealing. Holy cow, man. This is incredible. I, 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 don't, I don't actually speak French. So what we do have, um, we do have our special guest on today, all the way from Nebraska. The big N, Nebraska, and Mr. Nick LaRouge. Nick. Nebraska. Represent. I don't know what you said, but it it feels very romantical. I don't know what that was. No, no, Jason. Let's not uh, go there. (laughs) A lot of love. A lot of love. What's up, fellas? Well, we're uh, thank you for coming on our show. We're we're gonna have a great show tonight, and uh, I I think we'll start off with just a little bit of where we've been, what we're doing. Because I don't have their permission to show it, I blanked out the actual person. But this is me with a million dollars last night. So one million dollars. Yes, apparently this um, casino in Vegas, in old old Vegas, in in uh, Fremont Street. I was there for uh, for a presentation for you know uh, a, a speech I was giving, and um, afterwards went down to Fremont Street. And apparently, since the '60s, they've had a million dollars on display there, and you can go and have your picture taken. And the gentleman that you can't take it with your own. They have to. They don't want your information. They just <laughs> it, you don't have to sign anything. You don't have to give them your name. And I don't know if it's maybe so they can control it. People can't take it. It's a real million dollars. But I said, can I, can I touch this? He's yeah, go ahead. It's, it's behind, you know, very hard plexiglass. And he said, there's this, you know, $42,001 bills here and, and the different, you know, to pad it. And it was, it was pretty amazing. But I guess they've had it in different versions since the 60s. And, uh, yeah, you get your picture with a million bucks. Wow. Brandon, that uh, – Begs me to ask the question: How did that make you feel? Did you feel poor. like a million bucks when you were touching the money? Feel poor. <laughs> I was pretty excited, especially the thought that if I if I had that money, I could put a down payment on a house here where I live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, today, uh, let's see what the heck's going on, Brandon. Uh, well, first of all, it looks like it's cold where you are because. Oh my got- goodness. It is so cold. I'm wearing my sweatshirt. Uh, I don't know if you can see my breath right now. Alexa, what's the temperature? 
Alexa, Google the temperature. <laughs> right now in Milwaukee, it's 22 degrees with clear skies. Tonight's forecast has just a few clouds in the sky with a low of 19 degrees. Yeah, you heard that right. A low of 19 degrees, Brandon. You came, you left at the right time. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah. You know, guys, I think uh, it's uh, – you, you, you guys are at the same temperature, except Brendan's measured in Celsius, and you guys measure it in Fahrenheit. Because I'll tell you, 19 Fahrenheit uh, in Milwaukee probably is 19 Celsius in California. <laughs> I think you're on to something, Nick. Bringing us together, using the metric system. You are in the same parallel universe, right? It's just <laughs> at the same level, just parallel. See, I never knew that the metric system was meant to bring us together. I thought it was because we didn't want to talk the same language, but hey, that's if amazing. If you listen to 40 million Canadians, you'd know that by now, but I guess uh, it'll take a real Frenchman to let you know that. <laughs> well, I'm so glad we have Nick on the show. Nick, this is a long time coming, and this is a special show. We brought you on to help us talk about gratitude, thankfulness, just in time for our favorite holiday. Yeah, you know, man, I thought uh, I was going to get easy and get uh, the easy topic, and uh, you guys um, made me wait and bring me on for this, so. All right. We Let's need you for the heavy lifting, Nick. This is a, this is a deep show. <laughs> uh, I won't tell you what's my, uh, what people call me, but, you know, ingrateful bastard has come to terms sometimes and uh not sure i'm the right person for the show but let's do this thing let's do this thing he said look that's almost like a buzzword on on this show man that's awesome well i, I think i think we all have um our uh ungrateful bastardness sometimes and yet at the same time uh we do have gratitude for certain things you know we were talking before the show Nick, about look, you were looking back in time and had changes that had occurred in your life, and you never know where stuff comes from, and just some of the things, as you mentioned, that you appreciate. So I thought maybe you could share some of that with us. Well, I think, uh, you know, I think initially uh, you take things for granted, uh, uh, and uh, you don't appreciate necessarily, uh, um, you know, what really happened, and uh, in with time, uh, you're a little bit more um, um, careful about that and you have a little bit more reflection about events that occur in your life and, uh, and you come to realize that, uh, no, you, you are either very fortunate uh, or you're very lucky and, uh, and, 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 and that none of it uh, could have happened on your own, right? There is always positive influence in your life that uh, help you get to be who you are or help you get to be where you end up being and uh and and once you realize that then you start uh you start to being a little bit more grateful and uh and uh, and thankful um, you know what they always say nick it's wherever you are there you go no it's the other way around it's wherever you go there you are <laughs> yeah bloom where you're planted wow that's uh very good you know it's uh you know it's funny how we all uh um, catch on to, you know, little sentences. And uh, that certainly reminded me of the, the Jane Lee episode there, uh, Mr. Brandon. But yeah, well done. Then we also say out here, we say uh, 
build the sandcastle while you're at the beach. See, we have to we have to keep Brandon in check here because he is able to visit the beach whenever he wants. Or I don't know about you, Nick, but I certainly I, I don't go to the beach this time of year at all. I avoid at all costs. Um, yeah, same. You know, uh, the temperature is measured in Fahrenheit in Nebraska as well. So, yeah, <laughs> no beach, no go uh, for the near future. Well, you mentioned Canada, so isn't it? I, I know I, I lived in Texas for a little bit. I was stationed there. It seems like. There's a very cold Arctic wind that comes from the north through Canada where it, it, it cools it down. It's like a chiller for, for beer, and it chills it down to, like, single digits or less, and then it rushes through the Great Plains. Uh, and, and so you, you live there, Nick. I mean, you guys, get, you guys are about to get, in the next couple months, uh, weather that we only have in CGI and movies out here. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we do see Eskimos uh, from time to time. It gets that cold. <laughs> I, I take it that uh, you've never seen Eskimos on your balcony then, Brendan. But, oh, he's uh, wearing his Alaskan shirt right now. Look at that. <laughs> just a little shout-out to our friend Tad, who can't yeah. join us today. Tad definitely you know. sees Eskimos. So that's why we don't leave the beer outside, right? Because the Eskimos comes and snatch it, and uh, then you're out of beer. So that's another thing that we have in common is uh, – beer in the fridge it's a rule and uh, that's where it's safe for everyone oh you know that that is oh that, this is hilarious oh. i've never heard that before but i'm gonna get some t-shirts printed nick i love that well that that actually you know that that i think putting your your beer outside uh to keep it cold kind of uh kind of segues into um that's a tradition right as you do that, when I visited people, I visited people who live in colder climes who actually literally will say, "Hey, we can put it outside." I don't know if it's just to prank me or what, but uh, we have upcoming a huge time of traditions for us, right? Thanksgiving is coming up, and uh, I don't know, Nick, do you, are you guys staying local? Do you go somewhere? Is there uh, any type of celebration that goes on? And Jason, I want to ask you too. You know, it's we've talked before about traditions and things. New traditions, sometimes you break from traditions. Anybody got anything coming up that uh, might be uh, something there you want to share? Well, you know, uh, you know, first off, uh, Thanksgiving was, is not necessarily a natural uh, tradition for me, being from France, right? It was uh, always something that, uh, <laughs> that uh, I had to get accustomed to for many years. Um, for many years, it had to do with me trying to figure out what that green stuff was on the table. <laughs> and that uh, jello thing that had no belonging there. And uh, so there was definitely a cultural shock for the longest time. And once I was able to overcome these uh, culinary obstacles uh, that was tied with Thanksgiving, then I was uh, bound to... Uh, I was bound to, you know, started appreciating the uh, the true essence of the celebration, and and so forth. So, let the record uh, be straight there. Um, tradition, um, I'll tell you what, and it's unfortunate because I don't have that head. But uh, you know, for the longest time, we stay local. You know, I've got my father, uh, his spouse, uh, I've got my brother, his wife, and kids. Uh, you know, that are local. So. 
um, with uh, my brother-in-laws. You know, we do get a, a traditional gathering. Um, it's uh, I'm always amazed that uh, I can put uh, what 14, 15 people in one room at Thanksgiving and none of them give a damn about football except me. So, you know, it's one of no. these things. Like, is this really America or am I leaving Thanksgiving through the twilight zone? <laughs> and um, so, you know, the big football thing on Thanksgiving, uh, not so much a tradition. And uh, I get to miss a lot of uh, my dear favorite uh, Cowboy, Cowboys games. Uh, but what ended up ensuing really is uh, more of a, uh, of a eating competition. Um, you know, I was the uncontested king of the table for the longest time. And uh, uh, my nephew, when he started becoming of age, uh, 16, 17, 18, started eyeing that, right, and, uh, and, and tried to give me a run for the money. And, uh, and my sister-in-law or brother ended up finding a hat that uh, – uh, spelled Hoover and Hoover incidentally was uh, the nickname that my uh, family had given me because I could actually vacuum up a buffet table like nobody could <laughs> uh, so the tradition was really who was going to get the Hoover hat uh, at Thanksgiving and that's a little bit how non-traditionalist we've been doing it uh, we've also put a kibosh on the pumpkin pie. They don't like football. We don't watch football. They don't like pumpkin pie. There is no pumpkin pie. <laughs> so every family, you have your own traditions and, and you have your own way of doing it. So that's that's really fascinating. First of all, you guys are Cowboys fans, and you know the Cowboys are always playing. Whoa, oh. it's got the totally got the Plains States hat on You're right Representing there. Nebraska now. That's I need to hear about this story. Yes, please. <clears throat> Wow, this hat, Jackson Hole, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Yeehaw, doing a camel route up up there. So talking about uh, being grateful, uh, you know, it was an amazing uh, opportunity for me, this little Parisian guy that grew up in France, uh, you know, watching Westerns and John Wayne's and, uh, and, and seeing these amazing uh, Henry Ford uh, uh, movies. And uh, when a friend of mine invited me to do a cattle roundup uh, on his relative's ranch uh, in a valley uh, at the first two weeks of October, it was just, uh, it was mind blowing, you know. I was sitting on that horse uh, on federal land uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, it, it was, uh, it was mind blowing. So I've always been uh, forever grateful when I see that ad of the opportunity that I've had and the emotions and feelings that I felt uh, on that horse. And uh, and I'd have a thousand stories about how much of a city slickers I looked up there uh, trying to round up uh, bulls and cows uh, in the middle of uh, real cow hands and people that were doing that for a living. So you, I think you hit the nail on the head there talking about gratitude. You, you've, we've been talking about experiences quite a few times, but you use the word opportunity several times in your story today. And I think that is the gateway to feeling gratitude is understanding the fact that we have this opportunity, reflecting on it. And <laughs> we we're all gentlemen of opportunity. We love to, to immerse ourselves in different experiences and take advantage of some opportunities as they come. 
because we know that they don't come often. But uh, for me, it's all about embracing the opportunity and and being grateful for what we have. You've uh, you're always so uh, pers- uh, very quick to to draw the essence out of a very long statement, uh, Jason. And I, I got to give that to you, but uh, but you're right. Um, you know, once you realize that you're in a fortunate place and that uh, in in and that the wealth and richness of the experience you've just had. Um, you know, could have benefited, uh, you know, so many other people, but yet it was you who um, was enlightened by it. Um, you know, you can't but help uh, to feel thankful and grateful. And uh, when you truly appreciate that, then I think in turn, you feel obligated to to pass it on, right? And uh, and, and not to keep it to yourself because um, because you fully appreciated the, uh, you know, the, you know, the moment. Um when I, you know, <laughs> we will just look back at, you know, your, your episodes, um, you know, they've been, um, you know, it was really good. And, uh, and, and I'm grateful you guys are doing what you're doing because I'll tell you what, uh, 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 the digital nomad was Heidi Cummins, uh, the art of communication was Nate Brown, episode 16, through the eyes of Rich, one and two. Uh, or uh, making your wish a plan was uh, was Debbie. Uh, these were uh, uh, these were episodes that you guys have had that I was uh, fortunate uh, and grateful to have been able to listen to. Nick, I, I have to ask you: when you listen to our shows, do you um, use a VPN and come through Australia? Because <laughs> our biggest listener is listed as in Australia, but you appear to be our biggest listener. I have been uh, uh, I have been a closet listener for the longest time, and uh, I have just you know come out the other day and I've actually downloaded the app. But uh, you know I said no, I am not following them. I am not like that. <laughs> uh, but I will closetly you know listen to all episodes and uh, and uh, I think if I'm grateful enough, then uh, I will add one more followers to your. And you'll see that no, I am not. Uh, I'm not tracing back my my path through Australia <laughs> we, we are very grateful for for you as our friend and to just say those kind words about our different you know, our different friends that have come on and I actually want to name this show the closet listener <laughs> is that the working title sir Wow the closet listener you know because maybe it's one of those things like the horse whisperer the closet listener you know I mean a lot of different meetings could happen there. And I think I think today I think the show Jason must not even have our pictures on it. It's just Nick with each hat. He's shaking his head yes and no all at the same time. Look at that. It's your show, guys. You know you, you do whatever you want. It's uh, we got a new hat. I yeah, but this one's for you, Jason. Oh, he's got the Cubs hat. St. Patrick Green's Cubs hat. Oh man, this is awesome. <laughs> I wish I liked hats. Look at that. That's so awesome. That one is a special one. We've we've come to the sad part here. This is the part where we uh, make a Steve Harvey joke. Gosh, when is he going to come on the show? He's only got a few episodes left. You know, can can Nick be the first person we tell about the show we're going to record after Thanksgiving? Yeah, this is live, unedited, and uh, unscripted, Nick. Yeah, let's do that. 
So Nick, we are actually going to have, um, we're going to record our 50th show because that was, that's what we, Jason and I, we said, we're going to do this. We're going to record 50 shows. We're going to record it right after Thanksgiving, like the following week. Whoa, we got, whoa! <laughs> Nick, come on, speak some French for me, baby. Boy, comment ça va, les gars? Vive Omar, vive, uh, vive les copains. Les copains d'abord. Did you say Feliz Cuplianos? Is that? No, that should, oh. that, that, my friends, should be your, your next logo. Les copains d'abord. That right there is going on the beginning. I don't know Les what it is. Les d'abord. Les copains d'abord. Uh, the, the World Cup. No. Friends first. Friends first. Oh, yes. Okay, we're putting that, we're putting that on. That's going to be on a new trailer. The new intro, excuse me. Um, wow. Okay. I, I didn't, I don't think I can communicate this now. I'm blown away, Nick. That is so, that is, I said something would come out of it and it did. Uh, we're going to record and I, we will invite you to, we're going, we want to have anybody who can join us who's been on our show, any of our guests come on when we record our 50th show, it'll be at the end of November. And so it'll be about the same time we have now. So people can, it's in the evening. And uh, we're going to record this, and we hope as many as possible can join us via video conference, and we're just kind of our 50th show with everybody, with, with, uh, with as many of our friends as we can get in here. Obviously, um, Jason has way more than 50 friends. I've got two. They're both on the show right now with me. So We're, gonna, we're aiming to do the world's, or at least the United States' largest consecutive toast at the same time that is not on St. Patty's Day. Because St. Patty's Day, you know, there's always this coordinated Guinness toast. But the 50th show will have the largest toast that's happening live at the same time in the United States. We'll put instructions in there. Mm -hmm. Well, Jason, do we have one final um, item to discuss or, or share? One final bobblehead, sir? One the, final bobblehead? The head is bobbling of the badger. Yeah, let's let's close this out and, and wrap it up and do one last dance move. What do you got, sir? Oh, I asked, so I didn't know if, if you, you had... asked me. Yeah, I had all kinds of stuff, but uh, let's see. I, I had I showed the million dollars up front, so you shared a lot. Let's see, what do we do here? Well, you know what? Let's turn this on our guest, Nick. Yeah, Nick, do you have like one final thought that in sixty seconds or less you wanted to share with? Our listeners, including the mysterious listeners from Australia, that we still don't know who they are. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, uh, I just want to. Um, I was listening to Benjamin Zender uh, right before that uh, keynote speaker at AGI two thousand something. He was yes. the Boston Philharmonic conductor, and uh, uh, he was he was uh, recommending everybody not to listen to their inner voice. Your inner voice will hold you back, and um, and it was uh, it was very insightful. So, you know, if you don't uh, listen to your inner voice, then I guess you must be listening to your inner heart. And I was asking myself, are there any other kind than heart than your inner heart? But uh, we'll just leave that as a profound thought. Wow, Mike, drop. You know, Nick, I, I know Benjamin Zander's work. I'm a big fan. I didn't know that's that was one of his uh, his points. Now he's dropping pens, Brandon is. 
Yeah, no, you know, I mean, for me, the, the catchphrase that he had said in his, uh, you got to give him an A was, you got to love him before you fail them. You know, and I was like, that kind of summed it up. And, uh, and, uh, and Kirk Weisler picked up on, on that theme of not limiting your relationship with someone else with preconceived or prejudgment ideas and uh, truly believing that uh, whomever you're interacting with uh, has a world of potential uh, so that the most can come out of that relationship. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty big. You got to love um, them before you fail them. Is that what you said? Yeah. That is deep. Nick, we could not have ended on a better note. That was awesome, sir. Vous êtes les bienvenus. Je vous aime. <laughs> We're going to go back and Google Translate this. Oh, you know what? I do have one quick 30-second thing to add to this. It's not necessarily its own thing. So did you hear that Google is coming out with new headphones that automated, automatically translate different languages? Have you heard about this, Nick? Yeah, I'm totally pissed off about it, but uh, anyway. <laughs> you know what? We immigrants had one advantage on you guys is you only spoke one language and we spoke many. And now you're like, what do I care about where you're coming from? Let me put my little earpiece in. No, man, that's, that's plain wrong. I'm totally against it. Excellent. I thought about this the other day that, you know, language, uh, thinking about what I thought, the perspective of, of how languages originated, and I think that's exactly what happened. I think groups of people wanted to create their own secret code in a way, you know, so they created new dialects or new languages, and the other people that weren't in the club couldn't understand what they were saying. I'm sorry, Jason. I don't, I don't know what you've said. I feel like you've created your own secret dialogue to keep an eye out here for the password. By the way, the password is I'm looking for a safe house, Brandon. That's, <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the password that you needed to know. Oh, man. I think those guys got tired. They're like, this, this guy just doesn't get it. And they just sent me out. Anyway, hey, we're out of time. This was, I, I don't have words for it in French. So I'll say it in English. This was phenomenal. Thank you, Nick, for spending your time with us, giving us those just, I don't know, just, just gems, uh, those, those treasures that uh, we're going to extract, we're going to list, because they help other people as well. We really appreciate it. Well, I tell you what, why, Nick, why don't you sign us out with our new jingle? All right, fellas, we've done this thing. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Everybody have a good night. Hi, thanks guys. Take care.